Welcome, friend. I am Merit Ansa, your dream coach and host of the Devoted Dreamers podcast. And I believe God has an unfolding plan for your life, a God-shaped dream just for you. But there are mountains to climb between you and that dream, like fear, comparison, imposter syndrome, and what if I mess this up? Or maybe the next right step is just evading you, or you're constantly feeling overwhelmed or stuck. I promise you are not alone. And that's why I'm here, to bring you stories from sisters in Christ who have been there and have made it out on the other end. Stick around and you'll find a new episode every Wednesday morning and once a month a solo where I will coach you through the stages of following our God-shaped dreams and provide fuel for the fire that's already burning in your heart. If you're ready to find some real traction for your dream instead of sitting on the sidelines, subscribe to the show and then meet me back here every week for transformational tools to help you release the lies so you can freely show up in the world with your gifts, leaning on God in your weaknesses, and serving His kingdom with the dream He's given you. Hello, dreamer. Welcome to episode 217. I am so glad you're here today. And before we get into the interview, I realize you may be in one of two places with your God-shaped dream. You either have an idea of what your dream is, but you haven't really begun taking steps in earnest, or you're pretty clear on your dream and you just feel stuck or stalled out after having taken some steps and hit a wall of some sort. Well, today I want to share a free tool that some ladies in my Facebook group have tested out and said was helpful to them. It's just a simple five-item checklist that you can get through in a few seconds, honestly, and it will give you some insights about next steps in your dream. I'm calling this the Dream Readiness Checklist. If you are worried that your dream might stay on the back burner forever, this checklist is for you. It'll help you define what your barriers are and show you how to move past them. I'm also including some resources that you can use after you're done with the checklist to provide a little kick in the tail to get moving, if that's what you need. You can grab the free checklist at bit.ly slash ready to dream checklist. Again, that's bit.ly slash ready to dream checklist. That's all lowercase. All right, on to today's episode. I'm so glad you've chosen to listen to this one today. It's a really special conversation. And if this interview sparks something in you, I hope you'll share it with a friend. My guest today is Carla Argus, and you're going to hear me mess up her name when I introduce her to you um, when she's on the line. But Carla is an encourager, a creator, a speaker. She has a podcast called Affirming Truths, and that's just one of the places where she encourages women in their walk with Jesus. A little bit of her backstory, Carla was an overwhelmed mom, wife, Christian woman battling a mood disorder and a painful past. And boy, was she lacking in joy, lacking in purpose. But through her journey, she has discovered how to thrive in the midst of mental illness, how to grow her faith, and she has developed a passion to help women transform their lives by helping them root their identity and confidence in Christ. Here are three of my takeaways from the conversation so you can get the most out of it. Takeaway number one, how appropriating God's truth for yourself changes everything in how you read the Bible. Takeaway number two, a practical tool Carla has. Um, she's created to renew her mind and has made available to us as well. So listen for that. And then takeaway number three, why we shouldn't ever lean on our feelings. I think we know this, 
but we don't always practice it. I look forward to you hearing from her on those three topics and many others. Um, But I think you'll hear right from the get-go, I hope you sense this from her, Carla has such a calming presence. Speaking with her for me was such a gift, and I pray that it's going to be that for you as well. Thank you again for being here and listening today. And now it is my privilege to bring you my conversation with Carla Argus. Hey, Devoted Dreamers. Welcome to this episode. Today I am speaking with Carla Argus. Did I get it right? Close. I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a A minus for effort. Oh, Carla Argus? Argus, <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you so much for being here. Um I, I'm really looking forward to just kind of what I've seen about you online and just like the 10 minutes we've just had to talk and um, the way that you're going to encourage uh, the listener today. So welcome to Devoted Dreamers. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sorry about your name. <laughs> Um, Well, you kick us off. Talk about, um, I call it your God-shaped dream. You call it whatever you want, but what has God put on your heart to do with your life? I really think that God is calling me to encourage women to walk boldly in the purpose he has over their life. And that means shedding off the lies, um, renewing our mind. Um, really affirming who we are in Christ so we can move forward in his plans and purpose and take ground for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. And this is your dream because it's what he's brought you through, right? It's what he's brought me through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a funny thing, the way God works sometimes, and I hope we don't take us off sidetracked here, but I traditionally have been afraid of women, afraid of getting into relationship with women, intimidated. Um, Christian women would scare me. And yet the very people I felt so intimidating to interact with, God is calling me to encourage. And I think sometimes the enemy tries to hinder God's plans through these fears, through these intimidations, through all of that. When sometimes that's exactly the path God wants to take us down. Absolutely. He's doing a work in us by saying, okay, go ahead. You can do it. And then he does a work through us. And so do you have a understanding of what that intimidation was about? Like, can you see that more clearly now? I can. I, I have had a bit of a rough past and a rough upbringing. And I think I felt a lot of shame. I think I felt I was afraid of being judged. I think I was afraid that I wasn't good enough, smart enough, or anything enough. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to Christian interactions, I was afraid of being found out that I had this past and, you know, maybe I wasn't Christian enough. And it was all rooted in fear instead of being rooted in my identity in Christ and what he's spoken over me and who he's created me to be, which is why now it's such a passion for me to equip and empower women to know who they are, like truly who they are, who God's made them to be. So they don't have to have the fear. They don't have to have the discouragement that they can have purpose 
-hmm. whatever God's calling them to and for whatever season, because God's calling can change during different seasons. I feel like I hear just in the calmness of your voice, the reality of what you just spoke, you know, that he's done a work in you and Mm -hmm. there isn't anything to fear anymore. And I don't know, I, it's like, it's exuding from you. I know not everybody can see you like I can, but <laughs> um, what a beautiful gift. Yeah, he's definitely um, replaced a lot of that fear with peace and God confidence, um, which is important to differentiate between what the world wants to tell us we need, which is self-confidence. And I went down that path. I've read those books and they left me lacking. But, oh, man, when my confidence is in God, all he's asking me to do is show up and the result is his. And that, that's something that I can step forward into. The pressure's off. It's not up to you to, to make the results happen. You just need to show up in faith that one step to partner with God and see what he's going to make happen. So this happened for you overnight. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I went to bed one night and woke up with a totally different person. Right. Oh, God, no. This has been a journey. Um, and I'm still on that journey. Transformation, growth, sanctification, it is a process. And if we ever think that we've arrived, we need to check ourselves, I say. Um, I am still going through that per- that process and unlearning a lot of unhealthy things and relearning who God is and who I am and him. Um, but it definitely has been a journey. Um, he's taken me through some, some valleys, but he's never left me. Um, it started when I was a child. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of, a lot of trauma there, but as a young child, he implanted in me the story of the prodigal son knowing that I was going to journey along a similar path. And God is so good knowing what I was going to go through, giving me that story. That story is a story of hope. The father was waiting for the son to return. He ran towards the son. He gave the son the finest robes and the best ring. And I knew that God would embrace me the same way because he had promised that to my spirit as a child. And God's just so good. Mm-hmm. I love that story too. It's just like if I ever forget the grace and the goodness of God, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, right, right, it's right there. <laughs> Black yes. <and> white. <laughs> yes. We'll talk a little bit about um, that journey and, you know, what happened between where you were before and now. Like, what, what was hard? Where were the struggles? Where did you have to? you know, pick yourself up again and say, God, help me do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for one, I struggle with mental illness and um, I have bipolar and borderline personality disorder. And there was not a lot of understanding at first um, in the church, in my experience of getting prayer or just sharing that detail of my life. And unfortunately, I was met with some discouragement and it had me question my faith and 
you know, was I a good enough Christian? Had I brought this on myself somehow? Was I not faithful enough or prayerful enough? And and all of that. And I decided to do a deep dive into God's word and really look at what does he say? What does he say about me? What does he say about our struggles? You know, he's promised to give me a hope and a future. And that is not conditional on my physical or mental health. That is a promise he's given me. Um, He's told me that I'm whole, that I'm forgiven. He's told me that I'm seen. He sees me in those valleys. He's there with me to lead me beside the still waters. Um, And as I began to really appropriate those truths in my life about who God says I am, wonderfully made, a daughter of the King, beloved, obedient to his call. He calls me to that, that I can be disciplined, that I'm treasured. It started to make a shift in me. Where do I look for my value? Where do I look for validation? Who am I going to to fill my cup? It really had me reposition so much in my life. What I needed to do was actually a lot less of what I was trying to do. I needed to surrender, surrender to his truth, surrender to his will, surrender to his plans. I had hopes, I had dreams, and things weren't working out the way that I had envisioned. And that was stressful at first until I thought and I learned and I realized that God has the plan Mm -hmm. and I need to trust him and surrender it to him and then walk where he's calling me to walk. Yeah. And that's hard, right? On our own strength when we try to do it ourselves. It's really hard. It is hard. But what I'm learning, sometimes painfully slow, but what I'm learning is that he will equip me to wherever he's calling me. So sometimes I like, do I, I don't have it all together, Lord. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do in this situation. But as I take that step of faith, he will equip me. He'll bring alongside the people that need to be brought alongside. He will, by his spirit, give me the words that I need to, to say. Even if I say them through a slur, because I'm getting used to braces. <laughs> He's going to equip me through it all. and Yeah, I think we put so much weight on things that if we look at it through his eyes, really doesn't matter or it's just really minuscule. Like, I don't know, it, the, the shift that you talked about in, what was the word that you used? Just beginning to appropriate God's truth for yourself. Um. It, you know, we want this like step one, step two, step three, do all mm-hmm. the things, and then I won't feel so junky as like I do now or whatever. And it's like because we want control. We totally want control. We want there control, go. <laughs> and God is asking us to release mm-hmm. the control. That's huge. That's huge. Yes. Um, thank you for walking us through that because I feel like that I'm a Enneagram one. So it totally pulls up that thing in me. Like, what are the things that I have to do to get this right? Mm -hmm. And even as you're talking, I feel like for each person out there, 
it may look slightly different. Like there isn't a checklist. It's, you know, lean into the Lord, surrender to him, like you said, um, trust that he is good and has good for you Mm -hmm. and leave the rest to him that Mm -hmm. all the details, he's got them. He sees every single one of them. He sees all the stuff that even we don't see. So, And whenever I need to check myself on that, I just look around the world and I see a beautiful sunset. Mm -hmm. I see an amazing sunrise, like the God of all creation Mm -hmm. who forms babies in our womb who makes the stars the sparkle, the God of all creation has a plan for me, man, what that plan must look like. Right. If the sunset looks like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta put myself in check. Like, who are you, Carla, and mm. your plans and your hopes and your dreams? Who are you to think that you can outplan, outdream, you know, all of that compared to God, look what he's created. Look at all the times he's shown up in your mess and turned it around for his glory. Mm-hmm. I would much rather walk in the will of God. And sometimes we complicate that. The will of God is for us to love him and obey him. Yeah. Two things, love, obey. And as we do those things, he is so faithful to us, to equip us, to restore us, to heal us, to forgive us to extend grace and mercy to us. Like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. We do two things and he does like a billion. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, will you tell us uh, just a few more things about your ministry? And I know you wanted to share something with the listeners that would be supportive in their journey. Yeah, absolutely. So my ministry is called Affirming Truth. So you can find that on Instagram, although I am much more active on my personal account. So come follow me at Carla Arges. Um, But it is to um, help women root their identity in Christ and walk in bold purpose. I have a podcast that's recently out there. I have a beautiful set of affirmation cards, and this was a big starting point for me, biblically affirming who I am in Christ. And so each affirmation is a testament to what God says about you. It's biblically based, and it was a great way to memorize scripture that I could speak over to my, over myself. It was a very practical tool for me to renew my mind. You know, we hear a lot about, or I used to read a lot in Romans, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, what does that mean? How do you do it? And it really is taking that thought captive, that lie captive and replacing it with truth. And so these affirmations have helped me replace it with truth. I also have a few Bible study guides up that they can check out um, one of my favorites is women in the word where we look at different women um, in the old and new testament as examples of how our identity is formed in christ and you know bible study did not always come easy to me especially with my mental illness and the medication i take for it my focus can be short my concentration can be short it can be overwhelming And so I've really created guides to help take the overwhelm of getting into the Bible away. So you can just see what God has to say about you. 
And so I would really um, love for women to be encouraged by those. I love it. And your podcast is also called Affirming Truths, right? Yes, yes. Affirming Truths. Yes. Awesome. That's so great. I'm going to link all that stuff in the show notes so people can connect. And I love what you said about just making it simple. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I make things way too hard. <laughs> so um, sometimes it's like reading one verse of scripture is the Absolutely. nourishment I need today. Absolutely. Um, and here's the thing, like the Bible is God speaking to us. And sometimes I've I've had women struggle saying, I don't know where my purpose is. I don't know what my calling is. I don't, I don't hear God speak to me. And when I say, are you getting into the word and they're not, well, that's one of the biggest ways God speaks to us is through this word that he already has that is living. I can go to the same scripture and depending on what season I am in life, God will say something different to me through that same scripture. It is living, breathing word. But gosh, can it be overwhelming, right? Can't it be scary? I don't have, I'm writing Bible study guides. I didn't go to Bible college, but this is something that God's equipping me to do right now. If God has called you to it, he will equip you through it. Mm -hmm. I could tell you, ladies, God is calling you into his word, one scripture at a time. Pray before you get into it. Ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten it to you, and he will, and God will nourish your soul through it. That is such a just like simple, um, like takes the burden off, you know, bit of advice. Like just go there and he will meet you. You know, let's be honest, sometimes these things feel like a chore and that's why we have to use discipline. Do I feel like reading my Bible or having my Jesus time every day? Sometimes I've had a tough night's sleep and my son Caleb isn't doing what he needs to do to get ready for school and everything. And I don't feel like it. That's where we have to lean on discipline. We can't lean on our feelings, like anything else in our life that is worth doing, we have to discipline ourselves. We have to discipline ourselves to get physical exercise. We have to discipline ourselves to get enough water. The things that nourish us, we often have to discipline ourselves to do. That's a great point. So yeah, don't feel bad. I used to feel bad on the days I didn't feel like doing it. Like I'm such a bad Christian. Oh, I'm letting God down. It, can I tell you, it's normal to struggle mm-hmm. getting into the Bible sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're not a bad Christian. You're not a, a bad woman. It, it can be a struggle. It can feel like a chore. And sometimes we just have to work through that. Totally. And do the thing that we don't always want to do. We don't always want to yeah. eat spinach. Yes. It would be better exactly. for us if we did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're reminding me um, – I don't know who taught this, maybe a pastor somewhere along the line, but you know, when you like read through um, the Bible in order and then you get to one of those um, genealogy chapters and you're like, oh, I cannot pronounce a single (laughs) name. And this goes on for 20 minutes. And whoever this was that said this changed that for me and said, um, these people because of 
who they were or when they lived or what they did. These people have their name in God's word. We, you know, their grandparents don't remember them or grandchildren, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But we are reading these names thousands of years later because they, they, they were called out in God's word. And I was like, oh, so yeah. So there's a reason that he wants us to struggle through even just a list of names. Yeah. So he's, he has purpose and it's, he bigger does. than anything that we can understand generally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I'd love to hear what verse of scripture is encouraging you right now, personally. Yes. So my scripture for this year is, um, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And that's from Psalms. I want to say 2713. Why am I getting a brain freeze all of a sudden? I'm pretty sure it's 2713. It's hanging in my bedroom wall right now. <laughs> But that's my verse for the year, um, and that has just been speaking so much life into me, um, especially during this hard time we've all been experiencing globally, to know that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And one of the things he really pulled out to me and spoke to me is that I have the living God in me. When I, when I accepted Jesus, the Holy Spirit came in dwelling in me. I am the land of the living. I'm going to see the goodness of God in my life. And that has just been such a hope for me this year that I've been clinging to. So that is super encouraging. A great way to make that personal reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, will you talk about anything that hasn't really gone well? on this journey and how he's kind of met you in that. You, oh. you shared a little bit about your following and how things yeah, have changed. Yeah, I'll there. tell that I'll, I'll tell that. that story because um for a while I was an online wellness coach. So I had built a following around health and nutrition um which for a season was what I was doing and that season ended. And I really worked with God. And where do you want me to go next? And this ministry just kept coming up. And so I pivoted my whole account and my account really is about, my personal account is about encouraging people in their faith. It is about breaking stigmas and making awareness in mental health. Um, And I have seen my following drop. Like I lost my precious swipe up. And it's just been the no. horror. <laughs> um, but it has been like God's literally bringing me to the place where it's less of me and more that more of him. And I really feel like he's calling me out to be like, will you still be obedient when the following goes, when the brand deals? start to go because your audience is declining mm-hmm. when you're losing some of that influencer, micro-influencer status. Will you still be obedient? Will you still follow me? And yes, Lord, I will. So my account can go to zero. I trust God because he didn't call me to grow my Instagram account. He called me to share a specific message on it. The growth is up to him. And if it's shrinking right now, 
then that's that's his problem or not. <laughs> Maybe it's not a problem, but it's right. not up to me. It's not my focus. I uh, I don't create content for likes, so I'm probably the very anti-content creator, content creator out there. I create content based on where I feel my heart is. Eh, sometimes a few flat fashion inspos will come in there, but mostly it's about how good God is. Mm-hmm. That even when I'm struggling through a debilitating depression, oh, God's good. He's holding my hand through it. That even when, you know, I'm wrapped with mother guilt, God's there to reassure me that he specifically chose me to be Caleb's mom. Mm -hmm. You know, when the marriage struggles happen because they happen, God's there to, to tell me that he's going to love me through my husband and he's going to love my husband through me and he's going to bring us together. So God's good. So yes, there will be trials. Yes, there will be struggles. You know, it, it's it's about when we're in the valley, not if we're going to get to the valley, but when. Exactly. Yeah. And God is good. You know, in the 23rd Psalm, he says, oh, he'll lead us beside still waters. Where do you not normally find the still waters? It's in the valley. It's not in the mountains. They're rushing down. The still waters are often in the valley. So in the valley, in our trouble, God will lead us beside the waters. He will give us peace. He will give us rest. The question is, will you follow his lead in that moment? And God, please help me to be someone that follows your lead. That's my prayer. Mm -hmm. I'm just loving listening to you. Just pour God's word over us. (laughs) It's really beautiful. And you can tell that you have been abiding with Jesus, that you're near to him and I love that he's given you this passion to pour that out over mm-hmm. his women, over his daughters. Thank you for coming to share that with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, would you um, just kind of wrap us up talking about um, if you were to hold up Carla from before this calling was clear to you, before the dream was clear to you, and Carla today. Um, just kind of summarize for us how God has changed you. What is the transformation from before to now? Well, I would say he took me on a journey of healing even before he revealed this calling. So Carla, even before this calling was homeless, drug addict, teenage pregnancies, broken, And he took me on a healing journey to lead me to the place where I would be capable to take on this calling. And so Carla before was broken. She was scared. She was lonely. She so believed so many lies, lies that had been spoken over her as a child, lies that the enemy has done. Carla was before was locked in shame for her past. There's been a huge huge burden of shame that I carried around. Um, And Carla now is surrendered and fully loved and knows the source of that love. I wanted to be fully loved before. 
I was, but I wasn't able to receive it. And I didn't know the source. Carla now was fully loved and fully surrendered. And when I say fully surrendered, it's a choice I have to make every day to be surrendered. But I'm just, I'm loved and I'm surrendered. And those are the two things that are a big difference. Before I felt like I was clawing my way to validation. I was clawing my way for relevance. I was clawing my way to be, be heard and to be seen and just to have that void filled. Well, the void is filled because Jesus filled it. I'm so honored you listened to this episode today, but don't let the conversation end here. If you have a thought, a question, a comment, or even a topic you want to explore further, let's connect over in the Devoted Dreamers Facebook group. We are building an encouraging community of like-minded women because we were never meant to do this alone. You can find the group at bit.ly slash dreamer group.